0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to NFL Study Hall. I'm Kate Chumslin, he's Zach McDonald, and we are officially two weeks away from the start of the NFL season. And you know what that means, it's time to start drafting fantasy football. Today we will do part one of our fantasy football rankings, with today being the quarterbacks, tight ends, and kickers, and next episode, running backs, wide receivers, and defense and special teams. Zach, are you Ready?
1: I am so ready to get into this. Love fantasy.
0: All right. Uh, Zach and I have been doing fantasy with each other for quite some time now, and we cannot wait for another remarkable season. Right now, though, we will both give our top 10 quarterback rankings with our fantasy football mindset. So we'll both give our number 10 spot, and we'll go through to our number one ranking of QBs. At number 10 for me... I have the one and only Tom Brady moving in to Tampa Bay. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Chris Godwin. He's got Rob Gronkowski. He should do much better than he did with the Patriots when he was in prime. From a fantasy standpoint, I've got him number 10.
1: Well, well, well. Um, I'm looking at all these quarterbacks, and oh, my gosh, there's so many good ones. It was really hard to make a list like this, but... At number 10 for me, I have the one, the only, future Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees. And I say this because, of course, um, he got hurt last year, so a lot of his fantasy impact was diminished. But this year, hopefully he'll stay healthy the whole season. I see him with a little bit less weapons than Tom Brady. And um, I definitely think he'll have a good year this year, and I'm putting him at 10.
0: All right, right. That's actually a perfect segue for my number nine, which is also Drew Brees. He only played 11 games last year with that thumb injury, but he, in fact, threw 27 touchdowns and only four interceptions in those 11 games. So he had a remarkable season with the time he had. I still see a lot of young guns up this leaderboard that I think can overtake Um the top five spots. So I don't think Drew Brees is up there right now, but still a quality caliber QB. Uh, you can easily start him. Or if you already have a fantastic starter, uh, Drew Brees is a perfect backed up too. number nine, Drew Brees.
1: Well, we're going to do a little flip flop thing because at number nine, I have Tom Brady. And, uh, like you yeah, said, buddy, like you said, there's a lot of new young guns up at the top of the list. At least for me, I think that they are, um, a bit more dual threat quarterbacks than, of course, Tom Brady and Drew Brees, they being totally just passing quarterbacks. But, you know, they got the brains, they got the arm, the accuracy. Um, I see Tom Brady really having um, a lot better of a year than last year, especially because you look at the weapons, or at least in comparison to what he had in New England. Outside of like Julian Edelman, he had nobody. So now that you give him Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, OJ Howard. It's it's looking up and up for Tom Brady down in South Florida. So, number 9, I have Tom Brady.
0: All right, so 9-10, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. I've got another old guy at 8, which is Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay. Now, he did not the reason he's so far low on my list is because he didn't get any new weapons from last year. 26 touchdowns and 4 interceptions with about the same caliber for this year. I assume he'll have the same amount of touchdowns and interceptions. So, a great, great season for Aaron Rodgers. I don't see him as a quality caliber from a fantasy perspective, but still, he's got to be easily a starter or a backup Aaron Rodgers eight.
1: Well, this might sound disrespectful, but I didn't put Aaron Rodgers on my top 10 fantasy quarterbacks list, and um, I'll tell you why. In this draft, they did not grab a wide receiver. They grabbed a running back in A.J. Dillon, and um, they already had two very solid other running backs. And um, you look at Matt LaFleur's offense, and I see him going a little bit more run heavy than pass heavy, and I think that that's definitely going to stunt Aaron Rodgers' fantasy production. So, sadly, it pains me. I had Aaron Rodgers last year on my team, but it pains me to say that he's not in my top 10. Coming in at number, what is it, number eight for me, I have Deshaun Watson. I know, shockingly low. But you take away his number one wide receiver, he's not going to have... Well, he, I don't see him producing as much as he did last year, especially when you get David Johnson to run in your backfield, so... Yeah, that's why I put Deshaun Watson here at number eight.
0: Okay, respectable. And I honestly have to one hundred percent agree because at seven for me is Deshaun Watson. I got him <laughs> at number seven. Um, I agree with everything you said. You take away DeAndre Hopkins, you're going to lose some of your um, some of your quality. I mean, he had twelve interceptions last year, so that really hurt his fantasy product. I think if he cuts it on the interceptions this year, he could have an easy top five fantasy um season but just he's losing a lot of his talent he's not he's I'm assuming the Texans are going to run David Johnson a lot so yeah number seven is for me will be Deshaun Watson
1: all right so number seven for me coming out of Dallas is Dak Prescott and uh he he led the league in passing yards last year or at least at the beginning of the season I forget who led it at the very end, but he was killing it at the first half. I mean, he he's only gotten more weapons around him in CeeDee Lamb, the guy they just drafted out of uh, Oklahoma. But I totally see Dak Prescott having a ridiculously good year at quarterback. I mean, at least he better. He's got the receivers and the running backs. Their offensive line is stacked. I see Dak Prescott... Um, I would say just as much as last year producing, but not enough to put him in my top five.
0: All right, all right. Now, this one will probably be the biggest shocker of my entire list at number six. He's just before the top five, but I got Cam
1: Newton. Don't do it.
0: With New England at number six. I think this guy is primed to be in this um, in this New England offense. Now we just heard word that he does not really plan or expect to be the starter, which honestly he might not. You might not want to draft him too early, but draft him late or pick him up early because when Cam Newton's playing, he's gonna run all over this pretty good uh, New England offensive line, and he's got. A decent, good caliber wide receiver core. Uh, So Cam Newton, number six for me. Uh, What do you say about that, Zach?
1: Well, I don't agree with you for sure. Um, I don't see Cam Newton having a... a, He's going to have a good year. He's not going to have a great year. He might be top 10 borderline. I don't see him passing top eight at all. I think that in order for him to do that he needs more weapons. He had a lot of weapons in Carolina and guess what he didn't do so well. So like so bad that he got traded. But um so I'm looking at my list and next up on my list I had Kyler Murray, okay? And this kid's got it all. He can run, he can throw. He can he, he's got such ridiculous arm talent. And when you pair that with his new number one wide receiver and then Kenyon Drake in the backfield, I see him totally exploding in fantasy, at least in production. So I have him up next for me.
0: Well, I got him at number five for me, Kyler Murray. I think he's going to do exactly what you said he did. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's got Kenyon Drake in the backfield. I mean, this guy has all the weapons he needs around him. So I've just got Kyler Murray at five. I'm basically one-upping you on all these guys. I'm interested who you got in your top five.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually looking at this in my list. I actually only wrote down nine quarterbacks, so that might have messed up my ranking a little bit. So really, Kyler Murray was my number five. So in that case, I am agreeing with you.
0: I got you. Okay, well, that works. So what my number four, I have who I believe you put as seven or six, was Dak Prescott. I've got him as the number four QB. Yes, he had the most uh, passing yards, but he also had thirty touchdowns, which is pretty impressive. Eleven interceptions, a bit much, but thirty touchdowns. Now he's got C. D. Lamb, a healthy offensive line, a healthy running backs, a healthy running back core. Uh, This guy should do exactly what he did last year, lower it on the interceptions a bit, but Dak Prescott is primed for another incredible season, and I expect Dallas to go a long ways in the playoffs also.
1: All right, what I'm about to say may shock people. Okay, so just prepare for total madness, anarchy, whatever you want to call it. This really hurts me to say this, and um, I'm going to say it right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take Kyler Murray and bump him up one to number four. So going back to my number five spot, I'm going to put Josh Allen. And I know that sounds shocking. Oh, my gosh, no. I hate the Bills. But you look at um, what they did in the offseason. They put more weapons around him. He's a beast as a dual-threat quarterback. He's going to have a ton of rushing touchdowns. He's going to have a ton of passing touchdowns to Stephon Diggs. It really pains me, but Josh Allen is my number five. Calamari is my number four.
0: Oh, sorry. I was just a little dazed when you said Josh Allen is a top five fantasy QB. Sorry about that. Um, You're nuts, by the way. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. We're friends, but that's absolutely crazy. You don't even have Aaron Rodgers on your top ten, but you're going to put Josh Allen in your top five?
1: I mean, he did rank 6th last year.
0: Yeah, I ain't buying that. That's, that's a little... That's a little Look at it bit this way. Look at it this way.
1: For me. He he ranked 6th last year. You give him Stefan Diggs, somebody who can actually get super open so he can throw the deep ball, I think he might sneak in the top 5. I hate it, and I... Ugh, I hate it so much, but he might slip into the top 5. I kind of wanted to throw one up there that people would... Uh, be shocked by and definitely that is a that's a shocker i i realize that it's more of a uh, a long shot reach for me at least but i it, need to make it a little interesting
0: okay okay um so let's move on to the top three and i think everyone can kind of see where these top three are going here my number three is going to be russell wilson And I would honestly put him up there with Patrick Mahomes for who I think is going to be MVP of the 2020 season. Uh, This guy had 31 touchdowns with only five interceptions. Uh, He's got the weapons. He's got the talent. Um, There's really nothing different that he could do this year other than throw more touchdowns, maybe run a little bit more. Uh, But Russell Wilson, we talked about him a lot in the MVP conversation earlier last season. Uh, He started to teeter off in the middle. But I believe he's going to keep that up pretty much all year. And you could almost say he's an MVP for 2020, just looking at an season perspective.
1: I think that we're going to be pretty unanimous on the top three here. Um, because at my number spot, at my number three spot, I also have Russell Wilson. Um, and I don't really think I need to explain myself on why I put him at number three. He's a, He's a beast at quarterback. He runs, he throws, he kind of picks up the whole team, puts him on his back. He's definitely going to be one of the top fantasy quarterbacks this year bearing injury, but I agree with you, man. Number three is Russell Wilson.
0: All right. Now this is this is where it all comes down for a lot of people. We've got two, and I think everyone knows what two we got left. Uh, if you're not really into uh, the fantasy football conversation or the, uh, the NFL in general, uh, go and listen to some previous episodes and you'd probably figure out who we're talking about. My number two are going to go two, Lamar Jackson, one, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Lamar Jackson won MVP last year, was obviously the best fantasy QB last year, uh, 36 touchdowns, six interceptions. However, in the playoffs, the Tennessee Titans absolutely exposed him to the pressure. Uh, He was not throwing great. He couldn't run the ball against the Titans. I think a lot of teams are going to find those weaknesses in that playoff game and expose them. No doubt, Lamar Jackson will have another incredible fantasy season. But i got to put Patrick Mahomes as number one. He's had two MVP quality seasons. He only played 14 games last year with a small knee injury. Uh, But absolutely terrific year again for Patrick Mahomes. 26 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. I expect him to be in probably the 40 range of touchdowns and probably 6 or 7 interceptions which should make him the number one fantasy QB by far. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, no doubt for me.
1: Man, I love what you're saying, and I really hope that happens in the 40s for touchdowns because I drafted him, and uh, I would really love to see that. In fact, I drafted him over Lamar Jackson, and um, I'm agreeing with you up here too, man. Lamar Jackson, unstoppable last season until the playoffs. Like you said, I think that teams have some tape on him now that now— a lot of people do know how to stop him. Not saying he will be stopped. He's going to find a way to you know score. But I think he's definitely going to take a hit in production, especially from last year. Typically when players go nuts one year, they tend to fall off at least a little bit, kind of like Patrick Mahomes did this past year. But um, yeah, I have Lamar Jackson at two. And then Patrick Mahomes at number one. They got a brand new running back that they drafted in the first round, Clyde Edwards-Hillaire. He's definitely going to make an impact on the offense, especially in the running and uh, in the screen game too. I think Mahomes just has so many weapons to throw to, and he also can run. I genuinely hope he leads the league, at least for my fantasy team's sake. But other than that, I definitely agree. Patrick Mahomes is the number one fantasy quarterback. And like you said, he definitely has a shot at NFL MVP.
0: Yeah, uh, it's kind of... There's a lot of disagreement on who the top three or four should be, but in my opinion and in your opinion as well, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, undoubtedly. Now, as we round out the QB top 10, I would like to propose a few pretty good backups that you fantasy football players might want to look at. The first one is Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield did pretty bad last year from a fantasy perspective, but You get Austin Hooper, you get a healthy offensive line, and basically everyone you had last year. Baker Mayfield should be, from a a roster's perspective, should be primed to do extremely well this year. Now, we'll see if he can handle the pressure and the drama of being the QB at Cleveland, but you got a new uh, head coach. This guy really really i'm very much cheering for this guy to do well uh, the other two dark horses i have for a good backup would be the two rookies joe burrow and tua tungavailoa
1: let's go baby and we'll see if
0: tua we'll see if tua starts but if he starts say week 3 or 4 i mean i don't think there's anything stopping tua he's got a decent offensive line His weapons are off the charts, lost a few wide receivers, but I don't think that'll matter a a whole lot. And then Joe Burrow, he's going to be taking all the grunt. I expect a bazillion passes coming out of Joe Burrow's hands. So he should undoubtedly get a good amount of fancy points. So I think those guys don't make the top 10, but could easily see them as good, solid backups.
1: I love that you said that. I really, really do. And um, for a good backup for me, I'm gonna put in the conversation, you know Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, they didn't make the top 10, but they're definitely super, super good quarterbacks. And I know the Josh Allen pick was controversial, but um I definitely could have put Aaron Rodgers up there, but um, I don't know, I was feeling kind of bold. maybe quarantine has me feeling a little under the weather. I don't really know, but uh, yeah, just to clarify. <laughs>
0: Nah, it's good. It's good. I love it. I love it. All right. Now, for our next two positions, we're going to talk tight ends and kickers. And we'll save running backs and wide receivers for a different episode because, wow, there's a lot of good players in those positions. So let's just talk tight ends right now. Uh, We'll go with number 10. And after you get past the top three or four, uh, it's very cloudy who the next um, six or five should be. But for 10, I'm going to go Jared Cook. Uh, He had a good amount of touchdowns, nine touchdowns last year, 43 receptions, only played 14 games. So Jared Cook with a healthy Drew Brees uh, should be a nice, nice pick if you're looking for a late-round tight end.
1: Okay, okay. I have him a little bit higher on my list. We'll see about that later on. But coming in at number 10, I'm putting my boy in there, Mike Gusecki. I think that especially... If two with starts. And honestly, even if Ryan Fitzpatrick does, this guy out of the slot is deadly. I mean, the Eagles know what I'm talking about. He went off for a ton of yards and two touchdowns against them. He is definitely an upcoming tight end in this league. He needs to learn how to block better. But man, at the slot, he is he's something else. And um, like you said, down at the bottom of this list, there's a lot of guys you could put in and put out, but number 10, I'm putting Mike Gusecki.
0: All right. That's very respectable, Zach. I, I mean, he he had a very good uh, second season. His rookie season was rough, but Gaseki definitely had a good comeback season. All right. For number nine, I mentioned him earlier. I'm going to put Austin Hooper with Cleveland. He should do very nicely with Baker Mayfield. He had six, only six touchdowns last year, but only played 13 games. So I see him at, again, six, seven, or eight touchdowns. Uh, but this guy is another quality tight end. I'm going to put him at number nine, though.
1: That's okay. That's good. I didn't put him on my list simply because, you know, you have Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, David Njoku, all these guys that are probably going to take yeah take up targets. Yeah, we'll more see than him. We'll see
0: who Baker Mayfield likes.
1: Yeah, we will. And um, that's a respectable pick right there. But at uh, number nine, I'm going Tyler Higbee with the Rams. I think that... You know, with the departure of Brandon Cooks, I think that he's gonna pick up a, a larger role in their offense, and um, I hope for him to be a good late round steal in the fantasy football draft. I think that he'll be a pretty solid tight end.
0: Yeah, Higby was a Higby was a tough choice for me. I don't I don't think I have him on my top ten, uh, but that guy definitely could easily be in this conversation. All right, eight. Uh, this one is a rough one for me. I'm gonna go. Rob Gronkowski. And tell me if I'm wrong. You can say whatever you want, but him and Tom Brady in the warm Tampa Bay Sun should do very nicely in the red zone. I'm seeing him having at least six or seven touchdowns this year. He's going to block for the running backs. He's going to do fantastic on that style of offense. So yeah, eight, Rob Gronkowski.
1: That's nothing to frown upon. I think I think I agree with you on a lot of those. But um, what is it, number eight? For number eight for me, I have Jared Cook out of New Orleans. I think that there's a lot of talent on New Orleans' roster. And like I said with the Browns, I think that, you know, like Michael Thomas is going to take a lot of the targets that could have been Jared Cook's. But I think that Jared Cook's still going to have a really good year. I have him at, what, number eight. And I definitely think that he could go higher at least in the rankings, but um, I feel safe with him at
0: 8. All right, all right. Number 7, and this might be one of my favorite tight ends this entire list, is Hunter Henry. Now, only played 12 games the last time he played, but he still had a pretty good season, 5 touchdowns, 652 yards. Uh, but this guy, as a healthy tight end, with a good young QB in Justin Herbert, should go off on probably several different games throughout this season. So I got Hunter Henry as a solid starter. Um, If you got a really good tight end, then I'd get him as a backup, but I think Hunter Henry could easily be a starter in an 8- or 10-player league. I'm putting him as number 7.
1: Well, well, well. Here we have our first agreement with Hunter Henry at number 7. I'm going to echo what you said. I really love this tight end, especially with the addition of Justin Herbert. However, I don't think that Justin Herbert is going to start right away. Well, especially not right away. He might not start at all this season with um, limited training camp and stuff, but I think that he definitely has potential to start producing at a high level. I think that unlike Jared Cook and Austin Hooper, I think that he is a big target on their offense in comparison to their other weapons. So I see him absorbing a lot of the targets on their team. And, uh, yeah, he's a great, great uh, mid-round running back to get in fantasy. And like you said, if you, I think you definitely see him being a starter in a bigger league.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, six. I'm going to go Darren Waller. Now, this guy went off on the first six weeks of fantasy last year. Uh, struggled at the end, but this Las Vegas Raider should do unbelievable in this next season. Uh, he's got Hunter or Henry Ruggs at wide receiver. So the passing game should just all around be a little bit more, which should give him a few more targets. So he had 1,145 1, yards, which is actually unbelievable for a tight end. A great amount of yards. This is what I see happening. He only had three touchdowns last year, which is not great. But when you put Henry Drugs at the wide receiver position, he's going to be the deep ball guy. He's going to be the one getting the yards midfield. When you go into the red zone, that's when you put Darren Waller. I don't see as many yards this year for Waller, but I see just as I see way more touchdowns. Uh, counter up five or six. For Darren Waller. I'm going to put him at number six on my list.
1: That's good. That's real good. Number six on my list, uh, we mentioned him earlier. That's Gronk. In South Florida with Tom Brady. I'm putting Gronk pretty high on this list because I have high expectations for him. He's going to be in a very talented offensive system. Um, I definitely think that he's going to be the red zone guy for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm looking at him training out. Like, Training. And he looks just as big as he used to be, but he looks a lot more lean. He looks quicker. I think that he's definitely going to have a great comeback year. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people because I know I've heard a lot of people say that Gronk isn't going to do much in that system because of all the other guys around him. And that, you know, it's kind of a Cleveland Brown situation from last year. But I see Gronk going off this year.
0: Yeah, all right. Now we're moving to our top five. And I really liked this guy last year until he got hurt. But Evan Ingram with the New York Giants should have another really good season. Only played eight games, but those eight games were pretty much fire for him. If he stays healthy all year, I'm seeing at least six or seven or eight touchdowns. Uh, He's got a second-year quarterback out of Daniel Jones. Or third year. How long has Daniel Jones been in this league?
1: This is his second year i believe this is the
0: second year all right yeah absolutely second year qb all the guys are healthy yeah evan ingram should definitely be a top five tight end
1: okay number five i have the man out of baltimore mark andrews and um this guy this guy was crazy last year he got a ton of targets in the red zone and he really you know exploded just like the rest of the people on the offense for him but coming back from injury as Hollywood Brown, I think that he's going to get a lot more targets. you know you get J.K. Dobbins. I see them running more in the red zone than passing i I see him having a step down from last season, not so much they'd kick him out of the top five, but I think he'll he'll definitely he'll make it into it, but I think it will be at the five position.
0: All right, that's cool. I got him later on this list. We'll get to him in a second. But at wow. number four, I'm going to put Zach Ertz with Philadelphia. Now, Zach Ertz, in my opinion, did not have as good of a season last year as he had has had in previous seasons. I think he should do just a tad bit better than last year. He only had six touchdowns. He should definitely probably have uh, seven or eight. So Zach Ertz, a healthy Zach Ertz with a good uh, Carson Wentz, or even Jalen Hurts. Put Jalen Hurts in there and have him throw to Zach Ertz. I don't care, but Zach Ertz should definitely get more targets, should definitely get more yards, have a way better season. I'm putting him at number four.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Number four for me is Darian Waller. And um, this guy, like you said earlier last season, just went off. And I, I loved what you said about Henry Ruggs is going to be the yards guy and Waller's going to be the touchdowns guy. And when you're playing fantasy football, I feel like, personally, that touchdowns are the most important thing um, right before yards. But um, I definitely see him having a better year than last year, and hopefully a more consistent year. That, with the addition of rugs, I think that it'll put some juice into their offense, and hopefully we'll get Waller scoring some more.
0: Okay. Now at number three, here's where Mark Andrews comes in. He had 852 yards with 10 touchdowns. That is... The most for any tight end this com- this last season. Only played 15 games because, well, you didn't need to play in the last game. So Mark Andrews, I believe, will ju- have just as good of another season with Lamar Jackson at the helm. I'm putting him at number three.
1: Okay. Um, my number three looks a little more stereotypical, I guess, because at number three I have Zach Ertz. And uh, I don't think that you can – really put him outside of the top five, maybe even outside of the top three. He is one of the most talented tight ends in all of football. And he's on a pretty good team, especially with a pretty good offense and a good quarterback. I see him stepping up from last season. He had I don't want to say a disappointing season, but it wasn't nearly uh Ertz level. So I think he's gonna step it up this year. Um I think Carson Wentz is going to be targeting him a bit more and that's why I'm putting him at my number three spot.
0: All right. Now, I think we have the same two. I mean, I hope we have the same two. Yes. So it's just whether we're going to put, where we're going to put these two. So at number two, I've got George Kittle with the San Francisco 49ers. Over a thousand yards receiving, only five touchdowns, but he only played 14 games. Uh, this guy is going to be obviously a number top two or three tight end. They lost Emmanuel Sanders. So, the receiving core has to go to other wide receivers and more on George Kittle. I expect him to see a lot of more uh, big gains, a lot more red zone reception. So, this guy is primed uh, for another great season. But I'm going to put him at number two.
1: So, at number two, I have Evan Ingram. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Okay. Number two is George Kittle. I was
0: about to say, that's something.
1: (laughs) No, I have George Kittle at number two and um speaking of wide receivers the 49ers like uh, you know Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders they've drafted I think it's Brandon Ayuk um in the first round so I don't think that Emmanuel Sanders will leave a uh, a gap in their offense at all but I see Kittle as more of a uh I don't he's definitely not just a blocking tight end but he's so good at it they need to use him more in the run game and I see them just The 49ers are a run-first team, and then they go to the passing and higher-scoring situations. But I know who we have at number one, and I think that that guy is a little bit more dynamic in pass-catching. So that's why I put Kittle at number two.
0: All right. Well, we've all been waiting for it, but Travis Kelsey is the number one tight end from a fantasy perspective. 1,229 yards reception. yards receiving five touchdowns patrick mahomes number one qb travis kelsey number one tight end Uh, we'll talk about his wide receiver tyreek hill in a later episode but yeah travis kelsey what can't you say about this guy he's a phenomenal blocking tight end he can get open he's got hands that are glue Uh, i I don't see how you can't put this guy number one
1: no i agree with you man and you look who's throwing to him it's uh, our number one quarterback Probably the front runner for MVP this year. I mean, it's difficult to have him any place other than one. I mean, the debate could be made that George Kittle is number one, but for me it's it's easy. It's Travis Kelsey. He's so dynamic in the passing game. He just always finds a way to get open. And when he does get open, he gets the ball and he runs with it. So I think it's undoubtedly the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey.
0: All right. Well, that rounds out our tight ends. Let's move on to kickers. Now, I know kickers aren't a huge deal in fantasy football, but I honestly think they come in handy way more than people think. Let's get started with number 10. And here's my homie, Kaimi Fairbairn. Kaimi Fairbairn uh, had an okay season last year, but I think the Texans as a whole might have a better off uh, better offensive year. This year he only had 100 points last year, which isn't too bad for a tight end, but I think Kaimi Fairbairn uh, should do just fine as a starting kicker for a 10 or 12 player league. I got him at number 10.
1: That's good. That's good. I got I got Chris Boswell as my number 10 kicker, and this guy is out of Pittsburgh. He was a uh, actually I'm looking at it now. He was ranked 10th last year. That's funny. But um, hopefully the addition of Ben Roethlisberger can get the Steelers scoring a bit more. Maybe the field goal number goes down. Maybe the extra point number goes up. We'll have to see. But there's really not a lot to say about kickers. They are important, but of course they aren't the flashiest of fantasy drafts. So Chris Boswell, number 10.
0: All right. At number 9, I got Mason Crosby of Green Bay. And I don't know how you could ever not put a Green Bay kicker, whoever he is, in the top 10. Green Bay as a team scores so much, you're automatically going to have a ton of points. So Mason Crosby, he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Easy number nine for me.
1: Well, I'm agreeing with you. Mason Crosby is also my number nine. Like you said, Green Bay scores a lot. In my opinion, I think they'll score a lot in the running game this year. But um, yeah, I think Mason Crosby is a good pick here at nine.
0: Number eight, I have Chris Boswell. I think he's going to do a little bit better than he did last year. He had 115 points last year, which is about average, or maybe a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, Ben Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a significant impact. A healthy James Conner should also have a significant impact. Chris Boswell is going to be my number eight.
1: Very well, very well. Now, at number, s- Wait, number eight, my bad. Jumping the gun a little bit. At number eight, I have your boy. What is it? Kamimi Fairburn? Fairbairn?
0: Ka- Kaimi, Kaimi Fairbairn.
1: Well, that's a hard name to say. I have him as my number eight kicker. And um, I think that, of course, the Texans are going to score a lot. Maybe not as much as last season, but that'll probably be introduced more in field goals. So I definitely think this guy's going to go off. That's why I have him at number eight.
0: I, I appreciate that a lot. My number seven is going to be Matt Prater. From the Detroit Lions. Now Detroit as a team probably won't do great this year, but they have a very good caliber offense, and Matt Prater in general is one of the best kickers this game has ever seen. So I'm going to put him at 7 as a quality, trustworthy kicker.
1: Well, that's funny because I'm also putting him at 7. Matt Prater yeah, is a kind of old reliable, old faithful type kicker. I think that, I definitely think the Lions will have a step up from last year, so hopefully that introduces them with more scoring so i'm just going to agree with you here
0: yeah fun fact matt prater holds the nfl record for longest field goal at 64 yards interesting uh, he was with denver at that point but he does have the record number six i'm going robbie gold wow i uh, only played only played 13 games last year but still had 110 points and when we mean by points we mean how many points they scored when you combine all the field goals and extra points they made so a healthy Robbie Gold should do just as good as he last year did last year, probably better. But he's with San Francisco, so you know they're going to score and put him at six.
1: All right, number six for me is Greg, Z- Greg Um He's with Dallas now, surprising. Um, I think that he's he's just a really really talented kicker. In addition to you know, like we keep saying, Dallas is going to score a lot. Well, we hope so. If not. They uh, they need to rethink their, their strategy because they got so much talent, at least on their offense. So, yeah, I have him at six.
0: All right, now we're into our top five kickers. Number five, I got Matt Gay with Tampa Bay. Believe it or not, he scored 124 points last year with Jameis Winston. I'm sure he's going to do even better with Tom Brady. Lots of scoring in Tampa Bay. I got him at five, Matt Gay.
1: I'm afraid we might agree a lot up here in the top five because I also have Matt Gay as my number five. I Like you said, um, even with Jameis Winston leading your offense, this guy scored a lot. So I think uh, in addition with Tom Brady, I think their team is definitely going to kick it up to the next level, and uh, I'm agreeing, number five, Matt Gay.
0: All right. Well, I know we're disagreeing on this one because you've already said Greg Zerline, except he is my number four. Wow. I expect Dallas to do a ton of scoring this year. Greg Zierlein had 114 points. Now, that was with the Rams, but the Rams were not good last year. So, 114 points with the Rams. I'm expecting at least 120 or more with the Dallas Cowboys. Number four is going to be Greg Zerline.
1: Yep, we're definitely not agreeing here because I'm putting Robbie Gold here with the 49ers. He is a great uh, kicker. I think that he uh, he rarely misses, and I definitely think that with San Francisco's offense, he'll get a lot of chances to score points.
0: Awesome. Now, I'm assuming we have the top three. I am, interested to, I am interested to see who you've got as your one, two, and three. But three, I've got Harrison Butker with the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a hard one. These are a hard three to pick because all of these kickers are going to score with the teams they're on. Harrison Butker had 141 points last year. Kansas City is going to score just as they do always. Uh, but I still think the other two are better in more reliable, long-distance situations. So I'm going to put Harrison Butker as number three.
1: That's fair. And uh, I'm going to take some heat for this one. But I'm putting Justin Tucker as my third. And I'll tell you why. Every year, every year I draft him as my kicker. And um, I always think I get a steal because nobody's taking him. And I I get him, and he just does meh. I mean, at least for where I draft him. He's always a top-five kicker, but... He just I don't see him like scoring as many points as the other two guys on my list. I put him at three because I've had a lot of experience with drafting him, and uh, I've watched him closely for the past couple years.
0: So, okay, that is, that is definitely a hot take. Uh, he did have 141 points last year, same as Harrison Butker. So, just for your information, number two, I've got Will Lutz with the New Orleans Saints. 144 points I believe that is the most for the kicker last year. He's in New Orleans. You know they're going to score. Now, they might not score as many touchdowns and he's a perfectly reliable kicker uh, when it comes to 50 yards or more, especially in the Superdome where there's not a lot of wind. So, Will Lutz is this is a tough one. He probably could go number 1, but I'm going to put him in number 2.
1: Well, I'm also putting Will Lutz at number 2 and um I feel like a broken record here. We're just kind of saying these teams score a lot of points and these are good kickers, but it's true. Um, like you said, not a lot of wind in the Superdome. He's uh, New Orleans scores a lot. He's going to get a lot of opportunities. I have him as number two.
0: All right. Now, I know we got different because I have Justin Tucker as number one kicker for the 2020 season. He is the most reliable kicker, I think, in NFL history. He's with the Baltimore Ravens. He's with Lamar Jackson. I have to put him as number one just because I know what he's going to do. He did struggle on a few extra points last year, which was a little funny. But, nah, the reliable Justin Tucker's got to be number one for me.
1: Uh, That's fair. I mean, personally, I wouldn't take him as the first kicker off the board in a fantasy draft. I would take Harrison Butker. And I'm just realizing that my top guys in all three of these— well. QBs, tight ends, and kickers have all been Chiefs players, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but um, it speaks volumes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, number one QB, number one tight end, they score a lot. Number one kicker, Harrison Butker, he scores a lot. So I'm not going to like say a lot about this one. I just think that he's extremely talented. He gets so many opportunities to kick extra points and field goals. He's going to be a top three kicker. In my opinion, he'll be the number one kicker.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I can totally see that. Like I said, these top three are very hard to pick. All right, guys. Well, there's our top 10 quarterbacks, tight ends, and kickers we have for the 2020 fantasy football season. Next episode, we're hooking y'all up with running backs, wide receivers, and defense and special teams. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening today. You're listening to NFL Study Hall, and we'll see you next time.
1: This is Zach and Kate signing out.